Welcome to Jags Drive Time with Ashlyn Sullivan, John Osher, and Brian Sexton. Jags Drive Time starts right now. About this league is until until you stop something, you know, you're going to continue to see it. We've, we've got to evaluate the, the tape, obviously, making sure we're doing the right things as a you know, as coaches to, to put our players in, in position to, um, you know, win those battles. Um, but, yeah, it's something we'll look at, you know, um, tonight on the way home. Head coach Doug Peterson on the defense that could not get it done in Indianapolis yesterday despite the Jaguars putting up 27 points. They lose to the Colts and drop to 2-4 and four on the season. Welcome to Jaguars Drive Time on a Monday morning. Ashlyn, Brian, and John here with you. Oh, where to begin? Tough one, but I say that every week. Every week is tough because it's so close. It's so different from last year. You're in it. It makes it even tougher. I think Big Thing says it all. Yeah? Should I just go right into I think it? You, I think you, we all might benefit if you go right to it. All right. Big Thing 1 is beautiful. Trevor's last offensive drive was a thing of beauty. It's everything we asked of him. Go with the chance to win the game and make it happen. That's exactly what he did. Offense did enough yesterday. Defense did not. A bunch of guys on the defense came up to me and were apologizing. I'm like, man, there's been there's been plenty of times where, you know, I, I wasn't able to get it done and you guys put me in a position to go win the game. And so that's we're a team and that's the thing. That's the that's the beautiful thing and about this game is that it's a team game and you gotta have everybody and um, whoever plays the better complete game wins the game. And you know, that's that's the thing. Uh, and I really believe in the guys that we have and, and love our team and just uh, we fought till the very last second and didn't go our way today, but I'm really confident in and who we have and how we'll respond. So, Big thing, too, is ugly. Defense could not get off the field when it mattered most at the end of the game, and they continually gave up big plays throughout the entire game. Credit to Shaquille Griffin, who was the very first person we spoke to in the locker room after a tough day, just stood there and took it. I feel like we had a lot of plays where we kind of hurt ourselves. Uh, we talked about how many penalties we had. I had uh, two pass interference. Uh, I think somebody else had one, and then we had a roughing passer. I just felt like every time we were supposed to get off the field on third down, we kind of, you know, shot ourselves in the foot. And, you know, and those, the, those are things you can't get back in, the, and it's tough. You know, the referees made some really tough calls, and, you know, it was hard to bounce back from, you know, and that's the part that we got to do better at. You know, whatever it is that uh, we made mistakes on or whatever the penalty was, we can't have them happen. So, uh, yeah, it was, it was a tough one. That, that was on us. And finally, big thing three is run to win, question mark. They did run. They ran well, but they didn't win. 243 rushing yards to the Colts, 45 rushing yards. Josh Allen says the offense got the job done, and we did not. Trevor and the offense did their part, you know what I'm saying, uh, to, to, to put us in a position to win the game. Uh, so, and that's what, you know, the offense is supposed to do. That's what they do. So, as a defense, uh, we got to close it. And the opportunity, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't come to the opportunity. So, uh, we got to look back what we did wrong in that position that, you know, because it's going to come back up. But next time we got to come on top, we got to figure out how. And that is big things. And I think the overarching message of this team right now, we talked about it all last week, is we can't figure out what, what this Jaguars team is. Are they the Jaguars of Los Angeles upsetting the Chargers? Or are they the Jaguars in Philly? And I think the answer is now we see the inconsistencies where last week the defense won the Jaguars the game, basically. And this week they can't get off the field. Yeah, it's but if you, want, if you want something to feel good about, it's that two, week, two Sundays ago, right? We're talking about a defense that holds an opponent to 200, 248 yards and 13 points, right? Defense got it done. Mm-hmm. Offense doesn't show up. Oh, but they didn't run the ball very well, and the quarterback played poorly. Well, this week, they run the ball. Is anybody worried about the running game anymore? No. Nope. Right? I mean, 
The coach said it's on him to call more plays for ETN. He did. They got the running game going. They involved Hasty. They run for 243 yards. Great. Um, the quarterback plays well. That drive. <laughs> I'm telling you, if that drive didn't show you everything you needed to see about what this kid's capable of, completed five of five passes, ran for three first downs, dealt with the pressure, played well. So you get the quarterback playing well in the running game, and then the defense steps back, right? So it felt like a checklist yesterday, John, where they check this one and check this one. Okay, they saw that, check this one. Uh, uncheck this one because they didn't get it done. Well, that's what this team is. It's a young team with new coaching staff and new players, and they got to figure it out. But you see the ability to get things done. They just haven't done it on the same day. doesn't mean they can't now. I mean, it's not like you, you can point to a couple guys and go, they got to fix that, right? We're going to talk about that later. They got to fix that. They got to get this. But for the most part, you can go out and compete where this team hasn't in recent years and give yourself a chance to win, which is what Trevor did yesterday. Mm -hmm. Well, I think we do know what the offense is. The offense, the rigmarole or or whatever word you want to use about the offense last week was very overblown. This team has had 333 yards or more in five of the six games. The outlier was Philly in the cold. So I'm going to assume that it's an offense that's going to be able to move the ball. The X factor with the offense is going to be whether it can score in the red zone. Three or three touchdowns yesterday, you get 27 points. Zero or three touchdowns against the Texans, you get six. That's what that is, and I think it's going to be inconsistent in the red zone all season because I don't know that you have big-time guy playmaker in the red zone to bail you out. And I don't know that they're a power-running team in the red zone. Once you get down there, I don't know that that's what they are in terms of running. Defensively, you know, I, I, uh, I said for two weeks, Chargers, Colts, they had played teams that didn't have receivers those weeks. Um, the Colts had receivers yesterday. Mm-hmm. Boy, did they have receivers. Yeah. So uh, that worried me coming into this because everybody wants to uh, bury Matt Ryan, bury Matt Ryan. He's a savvy veteran guy. He can get the ball out fast. Um, this is not a bad Colts team. This was a team that people thought might win the division beforehand. Um, I worried about those wide receivers, and right now they're a team, you ask me what they are, they're a team that loses close games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yes, totally and different from last year. until you're not that, you are that. Yeah. Well, sure, I'm not they're. denying that that's what they have been this year, but what I'm saying is if you can run for 243 yards, there were four penalties, and one of them, egregious, right? for 15 yards so there were three other penalties in the game they played clean they didn't turn the ball over they moved the ball efficiently they scored in the red zone I mean check 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 and then on Sunday and I get it Michael Pittman he only runs two routes the crosser and the slant they couldn't figure it out right they couldn't figure it out Uh, and maybe they just couldn't stop him because of his height and his length I I don't know Um, really he's a good player Mm -hmm. and they just went after it the whole time Okay, so you got a weak spot, right? Not a complete team, but they're showing the ability to stack things together. And at some point, hey, look, Matt Ryan had 36 fourth quarter come from behind wins. He's done it when he lined up with, what, 227 left to play? Uh Mm Uh-oh. You know where they're going with the ball. Mm -hmm. He's he's not going to run it. They're going to throw it. And he just right down the field. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, It's tough. But and even when we talk about this week with Jonathan Taylor being on, everyone's like, "Yes, Jonathan Taylor's out." You still look at those offensive weapons, yeah. and they've proven well, they're having the a tough time defending it. Yeah, seven times. If you go and look at the history of Jaguars quarterbacks, and how many times this team wins when Jaguars quarterbacks throw the ball more than forty times, you'll be stunned how infrequently it is. Mm-hmm. And he threw the ball fifty-seven times. They got no pressure on him whatsoever. An offensive line 
that had been the worst in the league solidified, right? Yeah. There weren't new players in there, no. just solidified. They were so inconsistent right. before this game. And, and yet they got it together. They're a well-coached team. Mm -hmm. That they are. The Jaguars lose this one to the Colts when we come back on Jaguars Drive Time. Some highlights from yesterday's game in Indianapolis. Call CarShield now. If your car is out of manufacturer's warranty, don't get stuck with expensive mechanical and computer screen repairs. Call CarShield. Jaguars drive time on a Monday morning recapping a loss to the Colts. That was a very close game, and you will see why. Let's highlight some early Jaguar scores that gave them an early lead in Indy. A lot of young quarterbacks plate to have to call plays at the line of scrimmage in a hurry up. Back on the ground with ETN. He's got a big hole. ETN off to the races in Colts territory, and he's finally brought down around the 26-yard line. Rodney Thomas saved the touchdown, but ETN, a home run hitter, goes deep for 49. Third and goal. Proof that quarterback speak to me. Lawrence takes it in for the touchdown. Good call, James Lofton, as Trevor Lawrence has his third career rushing touchdown. Third and one. about stepping in and making a big play for Jermichael Hasty. That was huge. And I go to Travis Etienne in the post-game locker room, and he is just he's distraught over this, saying, I have to score here. This is my fault. I should have scored. Obviously, it is not his fault for the entire loss. But, you know, critiquing himself, saying there's no reason I should have been brought down there. Yeah. What? He said after the game that he, uh, you know, wasn't sure he was warm enough or didn't have enough of his – you know, he's, he's fast. I, I – I'm going to defend him and say I think he's used to scoring there. Yeah. Because in college you're faster he than did. that guy. In the NFL, a 48-yard run with a tackle angle on you. Right. I didn't think he did anything wrong with the play. No, I mean, and the was, safety had fun. the angle. Yeah. The safety has enough speed. We saw that was Rodney McLeod. I mean, he played. That was a guy who had some range. Mm -hmm. So I mean, I was surprised that he got caught because I was used to watching him at Clemson, and we haven't seen the big run. Uh, but when you go back and watch it, it's clear that the guy has an angle on him. Mm -hmm. So. Um, that, at that moment, you're, you're up 14 to three after after Hasty scores. That's the least of their problems. Yeah, yeah, right. 243 <laughs> yards, but then in the, then things started to devolve. The offense wasn't as efficient, um, and they got those 10 points at the end of the first half, which kind of changed the dynamic of the game completely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, we, like Brian just mentioned, the Jaguars are up 14 to three, and right here, the Colts short in the lead. Brian throws left for Campbell. You know, and then the Jaguars' next drive is only 17 seconds long. Yeah. And, and they get a good return on a punt, and they put themselves in position to get a field goal, and all of a sudden it's 14-13, and you have to start wondering what they got. Yeah. What did the Jaguars have you to You totally felt the energy in the building change. It was loud. Trevor couldn't hear the calls. Like The, the momentum completely shifted 100% to the Colts, and, and it didn't feel like it was ever going to go back. Well, Look, they had some moments 
the Jags, how they struggled. But even without Shaq Leonard, that's a really, really good defensive team. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, you know, I would say that there is still a step for this offense in terms of winning shootouts, which there is. To be a completely mature team in the NFL now, I think you've got to be able to win 35-37 sometimes. But against that defense, getting 27 points, moving the way they did, I, you know, especially when you consider they took 10 minutes out of the game. Uh, it's the 10 minutes out of the game part that really concerns you defensively because yeah. it was a short game and they still gave up 34. I mean, four touchdowns on the last five drives – we can break down everything else, and that's really – I mean uh, – Five straight scoring drives. Yeah. They, they had a chance to get them off the field, and Trayvon Walker got the penalty on third down and long. They would have broken serve there. But other than that, they didn't stop them from the 634 moment of the second quarter through the rest of the game. The Colts hadn't scored more than 20 all season. Yeah. And they got whatever that number is, 31, on their last five drives. And you, you, couldn't, you couldn't have told me well, without their top two running backs – they're going to be able to do that, and yet they did. Mm-hmm. And it's especially the defense couldn't get off the field when it mattered most. We're thirty-seven. When the game is on the line, and everything matters. Over the and playmakers over again. have to make plays. Yep. Yeah. All right. To the third quarter, we go. Jaguar scoring drive. I look forward to it. They run it with ETN right up the middle. He's loose again and tackled in midfield. First down and fifteen. Lawrence fires left, and that one is caught by Tim Jones, who slips a tackle, and he's down at the one. Big play here. It's first and goal. Lawrence looking for his second rushing touchdown, and he's got it. Second of the day for Trevor Lawrence. You know, the thing that stood out to me on this particular drive was they answered, right? They they gave up the 10 points at the end of the first half there, and they drew the, the game closer. And the Jaguars really needed something to reestablish themselves. And this was the first drive of the third quarter, and they went right down the field. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought, obviously, the 10-minute drive is going to stand out. This drive, to me, was just as important for the reasons Brian just said. Um, this team over the years hasn't had a whole lot of, quote, easy touchdown drives. This wasn't easy. I'm sure the I'm sure players will tell you, well, John, it wasn't easy. But they came out, and like Brian said, they needed something, and they got it, and they – and they did it when it mattered. The thing that stood out, everybody's been killing Trevor Lawrence for two weeks. The throw to Tim Jones didn't look like much. That was a rocket. Mm-hmm. That it's it's the natural talent of the kid. I don't think Matt Ryan at this age could have made that throw in it, and, and gotten it to Tim Jones as quickly for Tim to be able to turn around and make the play. And It, it was a subtle thing, but I, was, I had an angle. I, I haven't been able to sort of right behind it from the press box. I, I sit in the press box. Line. I'm aware. Um, and it, it got there in a hurry, and it shows you the arm talent and why that arm talent matters at moments. I know he didn't have a great game throwing the ball, Trevor, in terms of yards, but oh, overall he showed high-end ability, mm-hmm. and then at the end high-end savvy to get the touchdown on the final drive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we go to that final drive, and while the, the offensive drive we just talked about looked easy, this didn't look easy, but the sto- moral of the story is he got it done, and that's what matters most. You've got to really crowd the line. Get up here. Everybody crowd the line to try and stop the run. Lawrence throws. End zone. Touchdown! Christian Kirk! And what a drive by Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars! Huge play here. Jaguars one for two on two-point conversions this season. Lawrence throws incomplete. 
Yeah, I'm not sure not what that pretty. is. Yeah, no one knows. But for Evan Ingram, and it's a one-point game. You get that one, and all of a sudden your defense. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I still question what that was. But okay, let's just—I don't know. I'm not gonna be able to analyze it because I, no. <laughs> I don't know what it was. But he was five for five on that drive. Uh, there were some big moments. Uh, the quarterback sneak—they converted, I think, three third downs and one fourth down, and. The big time throw that I think maybe gets lost, the throw to Zay Jones early in the drive on yeah. third and 12. Uh, one thing about Trevor, if you look at overall his, his career from day one, but especially this year, he converts a lot of third and long. That's hard to do. Uh, that's something I think that he's going to carry with him as he brings everything else to a certain level. That thing's going to start making him special pretty soon is the ability to make that play. Without that subtle play, I think that was the, th- I think that was the first third down conversion of the drive. You almost didn't notice it because it didn't feel like the game was on the line yet. But a big time throw. He made several of those yesterday, and that last drive was. Look, I mean, I, when when they gave the ball back to Matt Ryan with two twenty seven and a couple of timeouts left, I I kind of predicted what mm-hmm. was going to happen, yeah. where they were going to. We all could, everyone, could, everyone who's watching could do that. Um, I still love the drive, and I needed to see that from him. I think everyone who's watching, who was watching, needed to see that from him to know what he's capable of. This offense still needs some things. They need their own big receiver Mm -hmm. that's very difficult to defend. They don't have that guy that can play above the X's and O's, as we talk about all the time. They were also down two receivers yesterday, which I think played into it more than we talked about in the postgame. Go, go ahead, Ryan. I just, you know, I'd like to see more Tim Jones, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I mean, he's playing his All way. he did was play well when we saw him. And then yesterday he made a big play yep. and got it set up. But this offense still needs a couple of things. It needs that guy, that playmaker. And maybe Travis Etienne is that guy. But you still need that guy that, that a defensive coordinator has to go, okay, we got to stop him. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure we have that here. In fact, yeah. I don't think we do. Um, and I don't think you've got it in the passing game yet. So there's still things they need. Mm-hmm. I think one thing that um, shouldn't be overlooked. Trevor did exactly what he was told to do yesterday, exactly what he knew he needed to do. We talked all week about he needed to be patient, he, and he needed to score in the red zone when they were there. Um, against that defense, he went 20 of 22, clearly being patient. You can say, well, he only had 160 yards, but he was doing what the day called for. Yep. And then at the end, when the day called for something else, making the throw downfield, making those big throws, he got it done when it mattered, and they also went 3-3 three three in the red zone. Yeah. They gave him a game plan, and he executed it with, frankly, a lot of pressure on him yesterday because you know he heard everybody saying, well, he's not doing this, he's forcing too much. So he did what the day called for, and I thought he did it very well on that front. I'm not sure that should be overlooked. I know there's all kinds of defensive problems, mm-hmm. but I, I thought that was pretty important. That he had the ability to do that. And then against that cover, too, what you got to do is once you've sort of drawn them in, then you've got to go make the big play. And I think he did that on the, on the Zay Jones play. Still not enough over-the-top stuff in this offense, but I think it's going to be hard yesterday with the receiver situation. Look, back in the spring before they played a game we talked about on this show about the mission for this year was to make sure that that kid was making progress. Yep. <laughs> yesterday was a big step forward for that kid making progress. Mm-hmm. You're so right. And we mentioned the defensive problems at great length in this show. This is a perfect example of that. The Colts' final drive of this game. Ryan's going to throw it. Taking a deep shot for Pierce. Down the field. He's got it. Touchdown. 
That was the former, what, 2016 most valuable player. I mean, they've been waiting to see that in Indianapolis. No one has seen that from him yet this year, and he made that play. When it mattered most. Yep. Well, you don't want the mascot running around the end zone if you're on the road. No. That's always a bad sign. You don't want that at all. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it – uh, that was a gut punch. I mean, it, it's – and everybody's going to kill Shaq Griffin, uh, and probably rightfully so. He didn't play well yesterday. In that situation at the end, you know, they were also trying to third and one, I think, or third and two. No, I'm sorry. It was third and long. But you're trying to make sure that you don't make a 50-yard field goal for a, a young, uncertain kicker a gimme. So you're trying to play up a little bit. You're trying to take that away, and I think the Colts took advantage of that. Doesn't excuse it, but I think that was a little bit of the thinking there. Had it been a different kicker, yeah. had it been uh, Justin Tucker, they're probably playing it differently because they're assuming he's going to make the 50. So it's subtle little things, and but you can't give up that play. Yes, absolutely. And that is highlights from yesterday's loss in Indianapolis when we come back on Jaguars Drive Time, some hot takes on the Jaguars Digital Network. Move the freight, move the freight. Magellan Transport voted coolest office space in Jacksonville. Apply online at www.magellanlogistics.com. It is Monday morning, which means it is time for hot takes, and especially after a Jaguars loss to the Colts, these takes are something. Brian, well, I'm, yeah, I, yeah, I'm softening mine up a little bit because <laughs> the instinct is just... I could hear it in the email yesterday. Yeah, I mean... They've got to do something at, at on that corner, and you're not you're not going to do anything dramatic like go find someone off the roster. Uh, but Shaq Griffin for the last four weeks now, even in the win, it, Justin Herbert was going after him. Um, Jalen Hurts went after him. Davis Mills went after him, and then yesterday, I mean, it was just where's 26? You know, let's go. Yeah. And he struggled to hold up, and you could see at times that they couldn't try anything exotic defensively to try to go get the quarterback right. Because they had to worry about the big receivers and Pierce and Pittman are bigger guys and Jack just he just he couldn't hold up against them. Um, I really like him, so this is going to sound less than I would like it to. But they paid him big money last year because they were desperate to bring someone in that could give them a spark. And so you look at him and you think, well, he should hold up better than that for fourteen million dollars a year. He's not that guy. He, he's just not. And I don't know whether you bring Herndon in and you let him sit for a week and see if you can't mix it up and. I don't know what you do, but right now he's the weak spot on the defense and they're attacking. M- much respect to him for standing in the locker room yesterday and answering the question because there's a lot of guys in this league, especially a guy that used to be here, right, who wouldn't have. He would have ignored it. Jalen Ramsey would have walked out the back door and would not have stood and done it. So respect to Shaq as a human being, as a man, for doing that. Um, but that's a spot in the defense that's got to get fixed fast. And I, I'm not sure you can fix it unless you try something new. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. Uh, I I also think, not in Shaq's defense, because you're right, he's at a target and has not held up. Uh, the pass rush, which had 10 sacks going in, five of them against his Colts team, uh, has not gotten home. Not the last two weeks. I think yesterday part of that was the Colts knew they couldn't cover that inside crosser so as a result the pass rush didn't have time to get home even on the last play uh Matt Ryan threw it under pretty significant duress he made a nice play with a guy in his face and threw it up and made the play 
there was a little of that yesterday, him getting the ball out right before, but that's what he does. Um, yeah, I mean, it, he's not the only one uh, who needs to play better defensively, but I will be interested to see where that goes this yeah. week. I, yeah. I, I heard it in Doug's voice. He used the word decisions, mm-hmm. um, and I think it was obvious. Guys have bad days like that. I mean, really bad days like sure. that. Um, but you don't get two of them. Mm-hmm. And I keep hearing the comments, especially from fans and just people in general, just saying, okay, well, how can you sit millions of dollars on the bench? How can you sit a $16 million cap hit on the bench? I think very easily. I mean, this isn't this coaching staff's move. This wasn't their idea. Right. And it's, what are you doing for me now lately? If you weren't playing up to par, I'm with you. you got to try something different because th- we've seen the result for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. Three-year deal, paid him about $14 million guaranteed a year for the first three years. You'd like to have that one back. Yeah. Right? You'd like to have that one back. But the other side of it is you've got – you can't go from Shaq to worse. So you have to make sure that what you're doing there oh. is you only an improvement. Have, I think you only have one move. Yeah. And that's Trey Herndon, who, right. who they like and they've talked mm-hmm. about. That's the only move that you can make. Well, you can't uh, put Chris Claybrooks in there. Zero oh, offense to no, him, but no, that's no. where it gets – Bad or worse. Right. Well, that was where two years ago he was playing at the end of the year. Because he had to. Right, yeah. and it wasn't good. Yeah. No, you, you, there's not a lot of moves you can make. That's one you can. I'll be interested to see if they do or if they go back to Shaq for another week. I, I want to say it one more time. Much respect mm-hmm. to him for standing there and answering for the sure. question. There are a lot of guys in today's day and age that don't think they should be questioned. He did. He's a man. Mm, and it's very easy to say, just bench him. But what is the other option? What are the other plans and options here? I mean, and it's so easy to say, yeah, just bench yeah. him, but what do you put it in there? Well, it's and not is it college. better? You don't have five stars on the yeah. bench. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So. All right, John, what do you got? Uh, I, I need to read it because I gave it to you last night on the plane. I can't remember what it was. Oh, yeah, this is what this team is. Um, <laughs> I thought John was just making this statement to me on the plane. I'm like, yeah, well, John, great. It, uh, sometimes He's that's like, no, what the take is. And I know it's simple. I know we've already talked about it, but they've had – they're a young team. They're not a great team with elite players all over the roster. They don't necessarily have what I would think of as the bailout guys. When it's, you know, I think Trevor is starting to get there at times with huge play when it's needed most. They don't really have that on defense right now. They don't really have that on offense right now. So when the games get tight, there's not sort of a go-to moment, go-to player. They're better than they were last year. They're 2-4. and four. Every game has come down to the last two minutes. Every loss has come down to the last two minutes, and they've lost all four. So until you show that you're a team that wins those games, you're a team that doesn't. So I, I think that's what they are. They're a team that I, I said six or seven wins for the season. I still think that's very plausible. I think at some point this season they will win a couple of these that are tight. I think they'll beat teams that people are surprised they beat. I think that's in them. Mm-hmm. But they got to make those plays in the moment. So far they haven't done it. Mm-hmm. And my hot take is the Jaguars have now shown the entire NFL exactly how you beat them. And I thought Josh Allen said this best in the locker room. Those dink and dunk quick passes that the Jaguars couldn't defend the past two weeks. Josh Allen said, you better bet the Giants are going to do exactly this. And it's no surprise. It's no secret. We have now put on tape exactly how to beat us the past two weeks. Yeah, the Giants are going to do this. And you know that going into it. Can you defend it? Right now you can't. Well, so even if you can predict all week this is going to happen, right. do you have the answers? I don't know. If well, that do. goes back to, to mine, right? With Shaq, they're looking and saying, where's 26, right? And and so what Doug has to figure out is if he can get 26 right this week, right? If he can figure out Mike Caldwell, figure mm-hmm. out how to get him right so that when he steps on the field, he's ready for the challenge because every quarterback is going to find him 
And that's the position that corners who have days like that find themselves in. And the best rise above it. So we'll yeah. see whether he can get him right. Big question going into this weekend's game against the Giants at home when we come back on Jaguars Drive Time. Some closing thoughts. Sunday's game against the Giants is sponsored by Florida Blue, your local Blue Cross Blue Shield plan. Not only by him, but I think the offense. Um, you know, it was uh, it was really good to see that to, for for us to go down and get that get that touchdown and um, you know the go ahead score there and, and you know uh, put a lot on Trevor and he, he did a nice job. He made some you know made some big throws and um, you know just good to see uh, something we can learn from with him and keep building and and um, you know uh, just continue to continue to work at it but uh, but that was that was good to see head coach Doug Petering head coach Doug Peterson echoing what we all thought for Trevor Lawrence in that final drive it was good to see especially after a bad couple of weeks where everyone was questioning the quarterback that was awesome and that's the positive we'll take into this week and now the question is as we prepare for a Giants team coming here to Jacksonville what will the defense do how will they shift how will they fix this rather quickly in six days that'll be a big question but my question is can Trevor do it again Mm -hmm. Right? Can he go play consistent football, turnover-free football again? We'll see. I mean, consistency is the word you hear when you talk to players and coaches that separates good from great. Yep. They play consistent. You know how they're going to play. Well, that's we clearly do not have that in Jacksonville right now. We have very inconsistent effort. Doug's talked about it. This week, the question to me is, can we get the beginnings of consistency? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think you will. I I think he's overall the inconsistency has primarily been red zone stuff. Uh, so I, I, I think he'll be fine. I, I think this week will definitely come down to the red zone, how they perform in those situations. The Giants are five and one because they've been excellent in big situations. Yeah. It's what the Jaguars haven't been yet. So they're, they're very similar except for the Giants have made huge plays to win games at the end, which is everything in the NFL. And that is why they are 5-1 and one yeah. and the Jaguars are 2-4. and four. Big difference there. And that is our show, Jaguars Drive Time, on a Monday morning. Stay with us on Jaguars.com. We'll be back here Wednesday morning, Jaguars Drive Time. <laughs>